Welcome to the Red Dove. We are female storytellers and our stories center on black women, activism, and mental health. I'm Liz. And I'm Rainy. Liz has lined up for us a story, I suppose, in two Red Dove fashion. I think there's some bullshit to uh, unpack here. Is that correct? Oh, definitely. A lot of bullshit at the top. All right. So without further ado, here's the bullshit. Have you heard of Cop City? <laughs> it, sound, <laughs> it sounds like a video game. I wish. <laughs> like Cop City. It was, I mean, I'm guessing that it has to do with a lot of places where cops live. Is that or? Uh... I wish. It is. It's similar to a video game in that it's a simulation. Oh, okay. A simulation. But it is what activists in Atlanta have coined this um project that the who are they the atlanta police foundation they're attempting to build a massive urban where warfare training facility in a part of southeast atlanta and if completed it would be on an 85 acre 90 million dollar complex so let me just pause right there because it gets worse. Um, but remember when they were like defund the police? They are now building $90 million worth of training facilities, which, in my opinion, um, just are going to make them better at killing black people. And that's an indirect quote from one of the activists that are part of the Forest Defenders, which we'll get to. But, like, if that wasn't, like, scary enough on it they want to build um it'll include areas for bomb testing tear gas testing there'll be a shooting range of course but Wait, i'm sorry did you say bomb testing yeah i don't i know i don't it's okay it's in oh the God. middle of nowheresville it's in the middle of like a forest in the middle of atlanta so right off the bat it's just it's like a plot of land in the middle of a state park, we'll get there. But it's just layers of fucking bullshit, so hang on, because here we go. Oh, my God. Right. So the proposed location is in a rural area. Like I said, it's on, like, a part of it, it will be cutting through a state park. So it's forests, it's rivers isolated not near like a major city or shopping area it the proposed neighborhood the community around the project is uh, part of the southeast atlanta community which is a poor community and a majority black community of course it is right so <sighs> it will also have a mock city so that's why I was like, it is kind of like a video game because it's a simulated city. They're literally building a city there, which will include apartment buildings so they can work on executing warrants, schools, playgrounds, and a bar. Uh, like, <laughs> if the police weren't what they are, I would say that would be really cool to help them learn how to defuse situations, but 
the police are what they are. So this just sounds terrible. Like, and to be in a city that is already over policed and over and you know, the black population is overrepresented in the justice system there. Like, I don't like have this stuff like in Texas where they love the cops. Like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Like, I, that's where they need it. I just, I, oh, this sounds very problematic. Like, so why is all of this money being put into that and not, like, mental health services? Like, isn't that, I, I feel like that's what we need. And, like, less of, the, like, bombs, really? Testing out bombs? Bomb when, testing. Do the, when do the Atlanta PD need to do bombs? Like, that's what you have SWAT for. That's what you have the ATF for. Like, that's what you have federal agencies for because those are bigger things like your local pds that's not their terrain why are we just like like what cop what city what city cops need tanks like why this is i just oh so they can cosplay being soldiers better right like do this for soldiers who actually that's right. their job they need to go out into that and and having how do you you know extract people from buildings or things like that like if this were like soldier city i'd be like this makes sense i'm on board with it keep them safe that's what they're but this this just seems like helping them like you said do have an easier job of doing what they're already not doing a great job of you know which is to serve and protect and this doesn't sound like serving or protecting it really sounds more like militarized and like you know seize and capture Biden lost me when he said, no, we're not defunding the police. It was a couple of years ago. It might have been like one of those like state pre like speeches to the nation. So that's where he lost me. And I completely agree with you. This is absolutely an expansion of police power of the, of the state militarized p police. And we already know who that will disproportionately affect. The history is one for horror movies. This particular land, it was originally stolen from the Muskegee Creek peoples in the late, um, in the 1800s. Of course. After it was stolen from the Muskegee Creek people, it was used as a plantation. Then in the 1900s, it was used as a prison farm. In my, inmates were forced to perform unpaid agricultural labor and it was dubbed the marked rebranding of slavery into a profit for prison labor. I mean, the so police, this, land, yeah. <laughs> this land is already super problematic and what we've done is they've decided to make it even more problematic rather than giving it back rather than trying to make amends for the horrific history that's happened on this land, we're just like, mm, or let's double down on it. So that's the land. That's the history. And cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, it just keeps getting worse. There's a lot of really cool grassroots activists who are pushing back and some of this information, our major source material, is one of those grassroots activists, Jasmine Burnett, who, along with other activists in Atlanta, have been organizing protests and countermeasures 
A lot of people probably are familiar with the term Cop City and what's been going on recently. There's another group of grassroots activists who call themselves the Forest Defenders. And unfortunately, recently, one of the Atlanta police um, shot and killed one of the protesters, 26-year-old environmental activist, which sparked thousands of people coming into the city streets, protesting and marching um, against the murder of the activists as well as Cop City and the destruction of indigenous people's lands through an environmental racist aspect, which we'll get to. But the forest defenders, they've been literally occupying, occupying portions of the woods on the proposed land for over a year now. They have thrown Molotov cocktails at cop cars. They set fire to a construction vehicle. And as an effect, they live in trees. They live like 50 feet off the ground in trees. Oh, wow. And if cops try to go through there, they throw bags of shit onto the cops on the ground. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they regularly have standoffs with the police. Um, and we can, maybe we can retweet it. But Roy Wood Jr. for The Daily Show recently went out there and interviewed them. And he showed up and the cop cars came swarming at them so they ran into the woods oh my god why were the cop cars swarming at roy wood jr i don't know if they knew it was him but he hmm. was interviewing two of the forest defenders who go by like different names like twinkie or like just stuff like some of them have twenty five thousand dollar bounties on their heads oh my god another grassroots activist that we wanted to bring attention to is Jackie Eccles. And this this is where we're going to get into the environmental, sometimes what we call a horror story on the Red Dove. Like, this cop city has so much layers of bullshit and racism. It's astounding. Oh boy. Yay. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Just... So, as we already said at the top, the area of land the cop the proposed cop city would be built on is in the middle of southeast Atlanta. The neighborhood is predominantly black and is predominantly poor. And currently, the neighborhood is experiencing urban flooding. So their streets will get just like foots of water over cars. And Jackie Eccles and other environmental activists have pointed that if Cop City is built, it will only increase the urban flooding because what it will be doing is paving over 85 acres of forest and river. It's the, in fact, the South River, like part of that runs right through the middle of proposed Cop City. So once you put cement down, Naturally, the surrounding communities will experience even more flooding. So this, in Jackie Eccles' opinion, is like the definition of what we mean when we say environmental racism. Right. Because Jackie Eccles would argue that they, would, they chose this land exactly because 
its neighbors are, in their opinion, powerless to stop it. I mean, isn't that how we always see this industrialization? What was the one that we talked about with the black snow? Yeah, um, uh, Georgia's that... ash ponds. Notice it's always in the south. Yeah, and it's always like it's never in like the rich, white, affluent neighborhoods. It's always in neighborhoods where they are majority people of color and they are of lower socioeconomic classes. And yeah, again, they can't fight back. And so these entities come and take over and then it's just like well too bad so sad right and like it is i mean we are in the middle of an environmental crisis and this is what they want to do with this money all of it just ugh. the south river it's part of 3500 acre forest that's part of a designated forest reserve and that's what they want to pave over and initially, before there was a lot of national attention, the board of the town passed the resolution for it to happen. Hmm. So again, we're going to hearken back to the importance of grassroots activism and attending your board meetings. Right. And knowing that the environmental negative consequences overwhelmingly disproportionately affects black Americans. And... Again, like we said, like those local elections, those local meetings and stuff, it directly affects you way more than elections at the congressional or the federal level. I mean, not that you shouldn't vote for those two, but what's going to affect your day to day life is those meetings. Those are the ones you have to go to. You have to show up. Let your voices be known. I mean, like this stuff gets passed through because they don't want people to come in. And talk. They they expect people to not have interest in their local community. And so things like this are allowed to happen because, you know, people aren't focused or they're disenfranchised. So this is why it's so important to vote. And it's so important to understand the local measures in your city to see how it'll affect you directly. Absolutely. And we're all, I think the people here in this story were disenfranchised. Because this Atlanta Police Foundation was founded in 2003. It's a private nonprofit. So one of their largest donors is a company called Cox Enterprises. And Cox owns the city's largest newspaper, Journal-Constitution. Which, mm. oh, shocking, published a number of editorials in favor of the facility. Such a conflict of interest. Right? So there again, even people who think that they have their best intentions in mind, if they happen to read any of these articles pu published by the journal Constitution before they voted, mm -hmm. not just fucking Me Cox Enterprises... But the APF is also sponsored by CEOs of Waffle House, of the Atlanta Hawks, the B VPs from Home Depot and Delta Airlines, Coca-Cola, and like I said, Cox Enterprises, which is apparently a media conglomerate based in Atlanta. But like I said, one of the tentacles in the conglomerate is the local newspapers, so... 
I wonder how many of those big wigs are white. All. Yeah. 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 Cis. Probably male. Male. So. What, Liz? I am so shocked. Viewers, you should see my face right now. It is <laughs> of just somebody who is absolutely fucking flabbergasted about how this could possibly be happening here in this country. What? White, cisgender, males taking over shit and ruining it. Never, ever have I heard of such a thing. This is a lot of sarcasm, guys. <laughs> Just in case that was not abundant. Yeah, they can just like crop that into an audio clip nowadays. Rainy, like Rainy from the Red Dove, totally She's endorses it. Right? This has never been a problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jackie. She says the APF saw an opportunity to take advantage of a multi-decades-long history of environmental injustice and community disinvestment perpetuated by Atlanta, and they seized it. Recently, a delegation of Muskegee from Oklahoma visited the woods in early summer of 2022, and a, a spokesperson for the indigenous people said, that this was her first visit to this part of the Wilani forest. When I was walking through it, the when I was walking through it, the insect sounds, the birds, and the heaviness of the air. I know my relatives had that same felt knowledge before removal. To pass through that space meant a lot to me. She said this space has been treated as a carceral space since European contact. And Cop City would be a continuation of that rather than a return to community. She imagines in the space for the Wilani forest and imagines the space of the Muskegee tribal town instead of Cop City. I like that better. Right? That seems like a much better use of that space and more respectful of the land and the people who are there for it and the history of the violence of that land. You know, I mean, or, you know, just make a... I almost said something. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. I was like, you know, I mean, this whole cop city just seems like one huge circle jerk for cops, to be totally honest. like Yes! Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, look at how awesome we are. We're the coolest. You're like, oh, that's just weird and dumb and unnecessary. So that's a lot of bullshit, as we said at the top of this. So what do we do about that? What's the solution? How do we make this better? How, what's the resistance piece in this? If you go to defendtheatlantaforest.org, they have a lot of information that you can share, including, do you hear that run back? No. No, it's just me. Okay. Including um, what they're calling media kits, or so you can download these images and share them on your social media. Some of them are um, really good primers for information spreading, understanding, like, a lot of us, before we delved into this assignment, we didn't even know the history behind Cop City. Like, it's just from... From top to bottom, just completely all kinds of fucked up. So there's like really great images that you can share. So 
people in your social media world can be aware of this issue. You can also sign on um, in defense of the Walani Forest and Stopping Cop City. So please go check out DefendTheAtlantaForest.org for more information. Another major source material for tonight's episode was an article by Charles Bathia from The New Yorker entitled The New Flight Over an Old Forest in Atlanta. It was published on August 3rd, 2022. The best thing all of us can do is go to defendtheatlantaforest.org right now and find out how you can get involved and resist Cop City. Until next time. Just to